Uh, hi, my name is Serena Roos. I'm a research assistant professor at University of Nebraska-Lincoln in the Department of Agronomy and Horticulture. And I'm going to talk about a study that has been in place for six years looking at cover crop termination date on soil properties and crop yields. So this topic is um, an important topic because cover crops can have variable effects on soils and crops um, depending on their management. So that cover crop management is going to drive the cover crop biomass production. So if you have a short window of growing those cover crops, they're not going to produce a lot of biomass. But if we can lengthen that window, then we're going to have theoretically more biomass. So that's part of what we're trying to do with this study by terminating cover crops early or late, um, is trying to get that more biomass and more impacts, positive impacts to the soil. So we looked at the impacts of early and late terminated cover crops in a no-till continuous irrigated continuous corn system here out at South Central Ag Lab. And it also has a sister study that is rain-fed near, um, actually near Lincoln. But I'm going to focus on just this site here at Clay Center. And so we have a no cover crop treatment and early terminated cover crop. Early termination means that we are terminating it anywhere from about two to four weeks before planting corn. And then we have a late terminated cover crop, which is terminated um, roughly early to mid-May, kind of depending on the year. So we measured, um, each year we measured cover crop biomass in the spring at each termination date. And we also looked at um, corn yield in the fall. And then in terms of soil properties, we looked at wet aggregate stability or water erosion potential, particulate organic matter or labile organic matter, whichever you want to call it, soil organic matter, initial water infiltration, um, compaction, and thermal properties. So first is we're going to talk about cover crop biomass production. And when we terminated the cover crops early, regardless of the year, we had less than one megagram per hectare of biomass. But when we terminate late, we can get up to four and a half, 4.75 um, megagrams per hectare of cover crop biomass production, which is really great. Um, and I'll get to that, the impacts of that on yield um, towards the end of this talk. So as far as the soils, are concerned. First I'm going to talk about what's called particulate organic matter or labile organic matter. Now when we when we looked at this in year three we saw that the late terminated cover crop actually increased the particulate organic matter which is really good um, and I'll get into the why in momentarily and then again in year six we also saw that um, same um, impact of the late terminated cover crop increasing particulate organic matter. Now particulate organic matter is really important. It's um, a microbial food source. So anything we can do to um, boost that will improve our microbial activity. It'll improve the overall organic matter in the soil. And it'll also provide for better aggregation because as we may know our organic matter is and the microbial action on that organic matter is what glues our soil particles and smaller aggregates together. Now, when we talk about um, organic matter on the next slide, and this is our total organic matter, um, in year three, we saw no effect of cover crop termination date. But in year six, 
we saw that the late terminated cover crops increased total organic matter. And they increased it by five, roughly five um, grams per kilogram. Now we're gonna talk a little bit about wet aggregate stability. And on this slide, you can see that I have both the rain-fed and irrigated sites. We're gonna focus on the irrigated site. And in year three, the late terminated cover crop increased uh, wet aggregate stability or aggregate size. And this means that those aggregates are gonna be more stable in water. We can have big rain events. Um, they're not gonna be carried as easily because they're gonna be larger in size. And the same story is true in year six. The late terminated cover crops increased our aggregate size. So we're seeing increased organic matter and increases in aggregate size. But what about compaction? As our uh, machinery sizes have increased, that is one thing that we are concerned about. Uh, but we saw no effect on compaction. We measured that in two different ways. Uh, bulk density, which is the mass of dry soil over the volume of the soil. And then also penetration resistance, which is the resistance of the soil to a probing force. That might be a root, it might be an earthworm, and neither showed any effect of late terminate or cover crop termination date. Um, now we're gonna transition into soil hydraulic properties just a little bit. And first we wanna capture water. So we want the water to infiltrate into the soil and then we wanna retain it. So we're gonna talk about both pieces. Water infiltration, we measured that in just the initial water infiltration. So we measured just a uh, much smaller ring. If you've uh, had any talks with Michael Sindelar, he might talk about a three hour test. Um, we didn't do the three hour test. We just did the, the little short one that takes no more than 10 minutes. And, but we saw no effect of co cover crop termination date on water infiltration. Um, as far as water retention, we have three different parameters that we look at for water retention. One is field capacity, and that is the water content after every, all the gravity drained water is gone. And then we have the permanent wilting point, which is just um, the water that's held so tightly to the soil that the plants can't get it. It's the point at which the plants will wilt and there's no rescuing them at that point. And now the difference between those two is what is called plant available water. And that's the one that we are generally most concerned about. And cause that's kind of our storage tank for um, soil water. And on all three of those parameters, we saw no effective cover crop termination date, which is interesting because we saw increases in organic matter and increases in organic matter should track with increases in um, water content at field capacity or permanent wilting point. Um, another topic that is interesting to discuss with cover crops is the um, thermal properties or the ability of the soil to conduct and transfer heat and increase in temperature. So we're going to talk about two um, thermal properties. The first is thermal conductivity, which is the ability of the soil to conduct and transfer heat throughout the soil profile. The second is specific heat capacity, which is the, um, the amount of energy that it takes to raise the temperature of the soil. And when we look at the effect of cover crop termination date, late terminated cover crops reduced thermal conductivity compared to no cover crop and early terminated cover crop. And that's probably because of the um, 
increase in organic matter. Um, soil minerals are going to transfer heat much more readily than organic matter, and that's part of what we're seeing there. But specific heat capacity, or the energy that we need to warm up that soil, didn't change with cover crop termination date. So now I'm going to switch to the topic that you're probably all wondering about, uh, crop yield. So I'm going to talk about this in two stages, the first three years and the second three years. So in years one to through three, we saw that the lake terminated cover crops reduced crop yield in only one year. And then in the second set, we saw that the lake terminated cover crops also reduced the crop yield in one year. So two out of six years we saw reductions in crop yield. So in summary, after particulate organic matter after three and six years, lake terminated cover crops increased. Organic matter was unaffected in year three, but lake terminated cover crops increased compared to the early and the no cover crop. Wet aggregate stability or aggregate size or water erosion potential Lake terminated cover crop increased after six years and after three years. Water infiltration and compaction and plant available water and thermal properties were not measured in year three because they're a little bit slower to change with management. So after six years, water infiltration and compaction were not affected, nor was plant available water, but late terminated cover crops decreased thermal conductivity. And again, that goes back to the organic matter. Crop yields. Again, two out of six years we saw reductions due to the late terminated cover crops. So, what does that mean for you as a farmer? Well, if you are looking to see imp uh, improvements in your soil, terminating the cover crops late is the way to go. But if you're concerned about yield, perhaps realizing that you might have some reductions, and they weren't large reductions, um, in two out of six years, or picking something in between, like between the early and the late uh, for your termination date might be the way to go to try and get some of those soil health benefits, but also preserve your crop yield.